Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. I am riding solo tonight, but I have a very special uh, addition. I uh, just got back from Smooth Ambler today. We went uh, with Mythical and chose a bourbon and a rye from their MGP stash. I was lucky enough to have one of the people that works there, Travis Hammond. Uh, maybe I should edit. Yeah, he, Travis knows who he is. Um, give me some samples of their own product, their own their own distillate that they're going to come out with. They just released the Founders Rye, uh, which was their own rye distillate. Um, I can't think it's five years old. I can't remember. I didn't in cast strength uh, blend or batch. Um, not too long ago, sold out the gift shop. Not available anymore there, but. I found out. Ooh, sorry, ten and a half hour drive today. It's it's rough. I can't even believe I'm doing this, but I want to do it tonight and not wait till Sunday. So anyway, um, they're gonna do a ten barrel batch of their uh, rye bourbon, which is uh, six year cast drink samples, uh, seventy one corn, eight percent rye. Or uh, 21 rye, 8% barley, I assume. Um, out of their column still. Distilled to 140, barrel entry proof of 120. Probably char level 4 ISC barrel, ICS barrels. Um, that was the information I got about these samples. So basically, he gave me two of the 10 sa- two, two samples of the 10 barrels that are going into the batch. Uh, they were playing around with a two barrel batch as well of these two blended equally. So what I did was I'm going to talk about the two samples individually. And then I blended a 50, 50 of them in a larger glass. And I'm going to let it sit while I'm talking about these. So this is sort of like a first review out there of, um, uh, smooth amblers, new founder strength or founders, uh, stash cast strength, uh, rye bourbon, bourbon with 21% rye, which technically is high rye <clears throat> in industry standards. I think 16% is considered high rye. Now, if you like MGP, you know that they consider 36% to be their high rye, 21% to be their low rye, but that's not really how it works um, technically. So let's get into this. Uh, as far as the two barrels, I don't have anything on them other than what I told you already. One was distilled on ten on uh December tenth, night twenty fifteen. The other one was on the ninth of December twenty fifteen. Nose. I'm getting a little butterscotchy, butterscotch maybe. Sweet. No youth, six year old. You wouldn't expect a ton of that. Hopefully, viscosity's nice. It's rolling off the. Uh, <coughs> it's beading up and sliding off the side of my glass pretty well, in a mini glen. So that's always a plus. Color's nice. The legs, though, man. The legs. 
for those who haven't been down to Smooth Antler before, it's a special it's a special place in my heart where I first got introduced to distillery life, distillery whisk first distillery I ever went to to pick up bottles for mass shipping, helping out a bunch of people in uh Drambler's group. Um <clears throat> and it was just ever since then it's felt like home. A lot of people have moved on from there. Um and some of the new people are taking over is taking up the helm of the uh the, the coolest little place in uh coolest little town in America, I think is what they call Lewisburg. But uh it's it's quite an experience. Nothing, nothing like you're gonna get at a, a large distillery like Buffalo Trace or someplace in in uh Frankfurt. Palette's nice. It's um sweet. Just a touch of youth on the finish, but not not bad in any way. It's got a long lingering burn. That's the viscosity. That's the legs. Oily. <clears throat> it's one of those whiskeys that after you drink it, take a breath in. You get a whole different experience because it's still sitting on your tongue. I got a lot of a lot of that caramel came through, butterscotch, sweetness, just really sweet. Um, not a ton of rye spice. It was a very sweet, sweet. Like I said, for the fifteenth time, sweet. <laughs> and for those who hate the word smooth, it was not smooth. Um, it had some bite to it. But it wasn't like a offensive bite. It was just, you know, it's something you want out of a whiskey. You don't want it to be, you just drink it like water. You want to know that you had something. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to try the other sample. This will probably be pretty short. I don't need to wax fantastic about this. Now, this is the one that was distilled on. 1210 the other one was a 129 much more oak on this nose swirl test probably equally viscous um, the drops are dropping slow. They're not beating up. They beat up a little bit at the top, but mostly dropping with long lingering legs. Say that 10 times fast. My nose isn't going to be the best right now. I've been, I've had allergies for months. It feels like. See, that one's got more, that's almost got like a little candiness to maybe like a, sort of like a candy bar <clears throat> with still some of the caramel, the, the natural notes that you get out of a bourbon, especially a low rye, um, little low rye, high rye, whatever you want to call it. Um, definitely get the chocolatiness. You get 
some caramel, some, there's almost a little peanuttiness to this one, which is unusual for something. And most of the time you find that in a Jack Daniels or a, a Knob Creek. Um, but that's got a little bit, just a touch, not much. And it wasn't as lingering as the last one, so it's probably slightly less viscous, which doesn't really mean a whole lot when you put it into a batch. Um, <clears throat> all that comes out in the wash. The unfortunate thing about a batch is it's supposed to even out all the even, the rough spots and sort of make a really consistent whiskey, whereas when single barrels are supposed to be up and down and all over the place. So, um, yeah, really good. I could say that's impressive. Uh, even knowing um, what they've gone through in producing their own whiskeys and all the shit they took for Big Level and all the other jazz. It's like you can't come out the gate with bangers when you put out God, I hate the word banger. You can't come out the gate with fire. Oh, God, I hate the word fire. You can't come out the gate with just um killing the game that's bad i guess that's best um when you've been doing it for so long with the sourcing game it makes it tough to like switch that you got to think about what everybody everybody's got that persona they got that thought what you are already so once you bring out your own stuff if it it doesn't quite live up to what the old stuff was they're going to get compared and unfortunately that happened with smooth ambler and big level although big level I've told them I didn't like it, but it wasn't the worst whiskey I've ever had. I can tell you that I've had some much worse stuff, mostly from Texas. Um, and it's wheat whiskey, wheat bourbon. That takes a while. It ain't easy. Weeded bourbon's probably the toughest thing to master in in, in the bourbon game. And you got to know when to let it. You got to know when to <clears throat> stop aging it. Or let it age forever, but you can't, you cannot release it too young. Because if you do, you're gonna not have a good outcome. Plus, proofing it down always brings out the impurities and the youthfulness in it. So, whatever. So now on to the blend. I didn't think either one of those were overwhelmingly different from each other. So the blend's probably not gonna do, or the this little half blend that I have of the two mixed together is probably not going to be too much different than what the two were as individuals. The nose is just, I'm not getting much on the nose. I'll be honest. I get sweetness, but I get no ethanol, which is for a six year old whiskey, man to completely have all the corn gone. And all the just the the things that normally would be off putting for a nose of somebody that's not normally smelling these things. Oh, I get something there. What's that? I must have found one corner of a nostril that's working. Smoke. Char. It's all barrel tannins. I'm catching a little bit of that caramel from the first one, the little uh, butterscotchy sweetness from the first one. All right, let's just drink it. Y'all don't want to hear, sit here and listen to me huff whiskey for 20 minutes.
You know, adding those, just those two who are very similar, the one that was sweeter brought a little more, brought the sweetness. The one that was a little oakier brought the oak. They both, the one that had the most finish kind of got muted out a little bit. The finish got muted out with the blend, but still such a, a, just a pleasant, a pleasant whiskey, just there is not one negative thing I can say about that, and not and I would honestly I've said it before, I said it for big level like I said earlier, if there was something negative I would honestly say it as much as a fanboy of of smooth ambler as I am, they know that I will be honest and I can easily say that <clears throat> neither one of those barrels that I just tried there's anything negative you could say about it. the only negative you could say is it's not overwhelmingly complex. But for a six-year-old whiskey, aged in the hills of West Virginia, that's a very solid product. Like that's, I mean, you could you could put that next to most any any whiskey I've had at that age, and it would stand up. I I mean, I'm very pleasantly surprised, especially after. The past up and the rye they put out was excellent too, though. So I mean, I don't expect anything but great things coming from them from now on. Hopefully, they can hold on to that wheat whisk, wheat bourbon for a little bit and bring it out and just knock everybody's socks off and shut them the f up. All right, well, thank you for the samples. Excellent, man. I'm really looking forward to what this batch tastes like because I know you, you guys are gonna kill it. So until next time, enjoy your, enjoy your, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family. Good night.